what's cooking up in the kitchen? Am I smelling that soul food? Oh, yes, it is soul food. The spiritual food for your spiritual nourishment. And you know what? This food will never expire. Never expire? I need this food every day. You are listening to these spiritual-based podcasts. There are many podcasts, but this one here is to satisfy your soul, to feed your spiritual hunger. Are you hungry for God? Don't let your soul be hungry. No matter where you are, whatever you are doing now, at work, home, or on the go, you can still listen here and right now, the uh, Soul Food Podcast. Don't let ever your soul to go hungry. It's time for some Soul Food. Devotions. With Bishop Barra Fonseca. Hi there. Do you suffer from bipolar disorder? Do you have this mood swing? Do you have a short temper problem? Anger problem? I have a solution for you. Do you suffer from depression, anxiety? All these problems I'm talking about are spiritual problems. The problems of the soul, anger, depression, bipolar disorder, mood swings. It is inside of you. It seems like you are a zombie. You are alive, but you are never happy. Nothing makes you happy. Nothing makes you happy. You are always unhappy, sad. You are never satisfied. I have a solution for you. The solution comes from the Word of God. If you follow this recipe, the holy recipe, your life shall never be the same. The Lord said, I will put my spirit in you and you shall live. I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live. Not everybody that is alive is living. Not everybody that is alive is living. Like a person that is in coma in the hospital, ICU, that person is alive, but is not living, is not enjoying life. I know you are not in coma, ICU, but you are not alive. You have no pleasure in life. But when you receive the Spirit of God, once the Spirit of God comes inside of you and upon you, you shall live. I am not talking about, I am not talking about the emotions, the gospel songs, the hymns you sing in the church. I'm not talking about the church environment. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. That will be with you wherever you go. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. Is God himself inside of you. Even Jesus had to receive the Holy Spirit. 
when he came out of the water, a dove came, the spirit came in a shape, in a form of a dove upon him. And Jesus, though he was a son of God, to give us the example, he did receive the Holy Spirit. A body without the Holy Spirit is dead. It's just like any other weak person. Be strong, receive the Holy Spirit. Let us read once again what the scripture says. I will put my spirit in you and you shall live. You shall live and you shall have a blessed life. Daily Devotions With Bishop Barra Fonseca Do I exist? 
One minute of power. I was sexually molested by uh, some family members, very close family members. It started with my father. I was just miserable. I was so messed up. And from there, I just continued on doing drugs. My drugs went from uh, alcohol, marijuana, then it eventually went to crack cocaine. And that's when my life just went completely downhill. I just started doing crack and living on the streets, getting it however I could, doing whatever I had to do to get it. I lost my home. I lost my self-respect. I lost my children. I lost two more children from uh, pregnancies that couldn't, couldn't live in my body because it was so polluted. And I got the courage. I walked through the doors of a universal church and they prayed for me and I, I, I fell down and got delivered. My life has been completely changed ever since. This curse is broken. It is destroyed. It is no more. One minute of power. You took my heart. Do you need food for your soul? Don't stop listening. Soul Food has more to feed you. You are listening to Soul Food with Bishop Joshua. We'll be right back. If you have been enjoying this podcast, share it with a friend or family member. Oh, we try to kill the pain And heal these scars But now has had its say and we're moving apart but we're chasing time gotta find peace of mind and understand that maybe we never can For me, marriage was a failed institution. A possessive person. A jealous person. We even celebrated a day of not fighting. We really wanted to be together, but every time we got home, it was hell. My name is Iris Fernandez. I am 32 years old and I am a businesswoman in the automotive industry. I grew up in a home where, materially speaking, I never lacked anything. However, I lacked affection, the care of a father that I expected to have. I used my friends as references, and I saw how the interactions were between fathers and daughters, and I wanted that. However, it was the opposite for me. It was completely different. I grew up watching my father being verbally abusive towards my mother, saying words that offended and put her down. This was very harmful to me. As I grew older, throughout my childhood and teens. My father also started to treat me like that. Therefore, every reference of masculinity that I had 
came from him, which were not very good examples. As well as the verbal abuse, there was also physical abuse. There was even a time when his aggression left my face bruised, and I was very hurt. I ended up finding messages that my father sent to another woman, other women. He would send them messages. This made me hate him even more. I used to think that men were all the same, that they would message other women, and that they would shout. This was the image that I had of men. I ended up building a barrier within me in an attempt to be superior to others. Externally, in my eyes, I was the greatest. I was above everything and everyone. However, also in me was a huge emptiness. I harbored an immense insecurity. I had many relationships, but none of them worked out. In one of these relationships, I ended up becoming the thing that I detested in my father. I became what I had seen in him. A controlling person, a possessive person, a jealous person. When I met Bruno, I had just come out of a relationship. I hadn't even healed from that relationship when we started to message one another. And I knew that he was also dating someone. I had always disliked that because that was the image I had of my father, but I replicated his actions. So, though I was already insecure then, imagine how I felt as the side chick. When I met Iris, our personalities clashed, and badly. We were two people with strong personalities, and this was difficult. I didn't know how to manage that. We started living together, right at the beginning. All the baggage we were carrying ended up affecting our relationship directly. When she would shout, I would shout even more. What I feared the most in a marriage, or life as a couple, which had come from seeing my mum and dad arguing, ended up also affecting my relationship massively. When I looked at my references and said, why should I get married? I can take on all the responsibilities and not marry, because whether I get married or not, the same thing will happen. We even celebrated a day without fighting. I told her, congratulations, today was the first day we didn't argue. To go a month or a week? No, it was every day. Thoughts would come. Is there really no way to be happy? Is there really no possibility to have someone? Someone to love me? Does a positive masculine figure not exist? We skipped all the steps. We simply rushed into everything. We didn't take the time to know each other. We didn't go through the dating phase. I needed to know whether he was working or not. He would send me pictures because I didn't believe what he was saying. We longed for each other. We truly wanted to be together. We even had good times when we were messaging each other. Oh, I can't wait to come home. I want to see you. But when we would come home, it was hell. 
For me, marriage was a failed institution because, really, I had no good results. For me, the spiritual part of a marriage didn't matter, which, to be sincere, I didn't even understand what that meant. Whilst going through his emails and snooping around, because my life was all about looking for problems, I found something in Bruno's emails. I found an exchange of messages with his ex. That was when she told me that he had sent her a gift. The same gift that he had given me and that he had written her a love letter. Having gone to spiritualist centers a few times as a child, I always tried to talk to God, though I thought that he wouldn't listen to me or that I wasn't the right person to talk to him. However, I spoke to him sincerely. I said, God, if it's meant to be like this, if she's meant to be the one you want me to live with and to make this relationship work, then tomorrow, make her wake up different. Let something different happen. This was because that day had been unbearable. It had been a horrible day. The next day came and a cousin of mine who was already going to the Universal Church sent me a message and said, I'm going to Solomon's temple. Do you want to come with us? That was when I decided to call him. I woke up and the first thing I did was to talk to him. I said, Bruno? This is where I think we can work things out. Though I respect your opinion, I respect your religion. I stopped to think a little. I told her, okay, if you think that this is where things can be worked out, if you think this is the solution, After I had gone and attended a meeting, of course, there were points that still seemed odd and divergent to me. I left that place at peace. Do you know when you become relaxed and have a different kind of peace? I said, this is strange to me, but it's good. A few days later, I remembered the love therapy, which happens every Thursday and I invited him so that we could repair our relationship. Our main focus, really, was to repair our relationship. I compared my relationship a lot with my profession. If you want to do something properly, you need the right tool. And I discovered the right tool in the Universal Church, during the meetings. It was also important to go on Fridays for the deliverance meetings. I thought that the problems we were facing were because we weren't married. We decided to get married. We got married in the registry. We got married with a blessing on the altar. However, after some time, I noticed that the emptiness was still present in me. As we attended the church, the Holy Spirit would always be spoken about. Since I didn't know much about this, we kept on learning and listening and listening until I started to understand what I had to do to be rid of my mistakes and sins. That was when he came upon me. It was during a night vigil. It was like... It's even funny to say this. It's difficult to express to someone else because you become calm, you are at peace, you are happy. Soon after, there was the fast of Daniel, where I prepared myself to receive the Holy Spirit. It was on a Wednesday, during a meeting with Bishop Macedo. He said, you will not feel the Holy Spirit. You will not get an emotion. 
It is not a sensation or a feeling. The Holy Spirit is faith. That was when I told God, Lord, I have already surrendered everything that I am. And until now, I expected to feel the love of the world. But that's not it. It is certainty. I said, I'm here. I don't need anything else. I just need you. I received peace, certainty. The emptiness that was within me was filled. After she received the Holy Spirit, the way we treated each other and how we got along changed. We can talk and tell one another, listen, I like it this way or that way. Even if it's criticism or anything else, this kind of marriage is only possible with the Holy Spirit because if you depend on your own being, you will get ahead of yourself. You will place your will first and nothing will work. The Holy Spirit is the one who guides me. In everything I do, I base myself on Him. The Holy Spirit is everything to me. He is my guide. He completes me. On the days where things are most difficult, He comforts me. He talks to me. He has been my best friend. He has been a father, a husband. He has been my everything. Today, our companionship is much better. Our differences are there. But there is also unity, which is the Holy Spirit. And now that we both have him, it is very peaceful to coexist. Today, I have made amends with my father. We have a very good and affectionate relationship. And with my mother and my brother. Today, I can truly say that my house and I serve the Lord. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. Stay tuned tomorrow for more. Make sure to turn on your notifications and share this food with others. Thank you for listening in. That's all the soul food we have to share today. Stay tuned to the next episode on soul food and keep your notifications on. Share each episode with your friends and family to feed their souls. Give the food that lasts forever. Mm-hmm.